popcorn, put on your comfiest pajamas, and grab a drink because it's time for a new episode of Sierra Unfiltered. I don't even know how to start this podcast. You read the title. I'm pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry for all the audio listeners who just had to hear that squeal, but... I am pregnant. Skylar has a fetus inside of her stomach. It is very exciting. I turn 12 weeks tomorrow, so I'm almost out of my first trimester, which is crazy. I cannot believe it. Like, I I mean, you literally told me the day you found out. Yeah. And I feel like one of the things that you were kind of nervous about was like, waiting that 12 weeks to announce it because it's hard because you're going through all these changes and people can see these changes and like you can't talk about it well especially with my job like I'm on camera a lot for you and even like we did the podcast promo shoot and I'm sure we'll get into that later but Mm -hmm. we our dresses like didn't arrive in time so I had to go to the mall that night to like find an outfit and finding stuff that I don't look pregnant in is hard yeah well because you're pregnant pregnant. (laughs) and I'm like Three months pregnant. So at how that. do you feel? I feel over the moon excited. Like I, I've never been so excited for anything in my entire life. It's just like so, so unreal. It's I'm, crazy. I'm so happy and I'm so glad we finally get to talk about it. I There's know. so, so much to delve into. Oh my gosh. So much with even like body positivity and like having a changing body right. and I... I'm just so excited. I feel like this opens up like a whole new world for us. I'm so excited. I can't wait to meet it. Oh, I can't wait for you to meet it either. Uh, um, before we get into our unpopular opinions and yes. the structure of the episode, yes, I actually have a surprise for Sierra. Uh, okay. uh, so I have a question. Okay. Will you be my baby's guide mother? What's a so, guide so, mother? So, so you but know, yeah. Kyle and I aren't like we aren't monotheistic like we don't we aren't christian or catholic or anything so i did a lot of research and there's a thing called the guide parent that's like essentially the same thing as a godparent but it's like really focused on like instilling like the morals and characteristics of someone and then also like logistically if something were ever to happen to kyle and i like you and steven would be like yes oh my step in i can't wait to be a guide parent that's so (laughs) i'm so happy and I feel like we, like, shouldn't tell Steven until he listens to this episode. And then we'll be like, hey, so have you listened to the podcast yet? <laughs> what, Wait, are you, so what do you think? Do I just get to be the guide parent? Or is, Both are we like you a guide? and Steven. Okay, I'll, I'll share the spotlight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> just a solo, a solo guide parent. That's so cute. Thank so you for asking you. me. Of course. That, like, I, I don't want to cry yet because there's so much oh. more to get into. But, like. <laughs> but I figure before we start the episode, I just. Yeah. Also, since I, like didn't tell you that I was pregnant on camera or like what the gender of the baby is on camera I figured like our podcast is the place to ask you that makes me so happy I'm so happy you're gonna have to balance like me and Kenzie's babies oh my gosh I mean one in one hand one in the other I'm ready to go ready for it well as you can see well if you're listening to the audio version I'm wearing a shirt that says the dog mom (laughs) And I'm wearing a shirt that says cool mom. So, so. Uh, yeah, I'm not pregnant. Everyone always thinks whenever I say it, there's an announcement that I'm pregnant. I'm like, no, Skylar is pregnant. Which also, pregnant. like, you're not going to hype up your pregnancy. Like, I feel like we should just, right. like, get that out in the open. Oh, like, yeah. when you're pregnant, you're just going to tell people. Like, yeah. it's not going to be like, I have a big announcement coming. No. Like, that's just not who you are. Right. And I've always said that, but it's funny because I did accidentally kind of hype up your pregnancy. <laughs> it was, was funny because people were like, oh, well, Sierra's commenting that she's not pregnant, but like didn't say anything about Skylar. Well, like, that's the thing. Well, so Skylar was pregnant when we were doing the podcast promo shoot and then everyone was guessing like, oh, Skylar's pregnant. And we're like, yeah, but like that's not what the announcement yeah. Also, it was so funny because I like I can't see – why, like, for my pregnancy announcement, we would take, like, a photo, like, holding hands together. Like, it just didn't make any sense well, to me. Well, I think we unintentionally did that with the pink and blue. True. Because we just did pink and blue because they're our favorite colors, as you can see. Like, yeah. everything of mine is blue, hers is pink. It was unintentional that we made it, like, pink and blue 
because those are the stereotypical like gender reveal colors and then I think the fact that we've both expressed an interest in being moms someday totally that there was a lot of like oh you guys both must be pregnant and I just I can't with like the coordination if we had like planned out to get pregnant at the same time and then like you were having a boy I was having a girl we were gonna announce at the same time that's like like, some pregnancy pack shit right there yeah that's that's a lot (laughs) I feel like our friendship has crossed a lot of borders. I don't know. If I don't we're think there it's gonna yet. cross that. I don't think we'll ever do a joint <laughs> gender reveal. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's like a whole nother thing. But I'm surprised more people didn't guess that you were pregnant after in the first two podcast episodes you were drinking like orange juice and like tea. Yeah. So well, only in the last one were you drinking alcohol. That's true. But Skylar. What are you drinking? I'm drinking good old water. Nice. So, what are you drinking? I have a LaCroix in my oh, little cup, so cheers. So, whoop, mine's very full. Whoop. Some drinking ASMR for you. <laughs> Should we get into our unpopular opinions? Let's do okay. it. So, I chose mine specifically because I knew that we were announcing your pregnancy in this episode. I am excited. So, as you move into motherhood, there are a lot of decisions you're going to have to make, you know? Okay. You know, uh, like, do you want a natural birth? Or, like, do you want an epidural? Do you want to send your kid to private school or public school or homeschool them? But most importantly of all, will you feed them shapes mac and cheese or regular mac and cheese? Because here's the thing. My unpopular opinion <laughs> is that regular mac and cheese is crap. Like, not good, not great. Shapes mac and cheese literally 10 out of 10 like fireworks going off like shapes mac and cheese I'm talking like okay so define what you mean by shapes do you mean like a brand shapes yes so like spongebob mac and cheese oh okay I thought you meant like there was a brand of mac and cheese called shapes it's craft mac and cheese but it's when they do like spongebob or like monsters inc like the it tastes completely different and I will fight to the end on this unpopular opinion because I'm right that is so fun. I don't know the last time I had Kraft mac and cheese. I The last time I had it, I was probably 19 in my college dorm. But like, shapes mac and cheese can get it. Regular mac and cheese cannot. Wow. I feel like pretty much everyone's going to agree with you on that one. Is that not one. that unpopular? I don't think so. I feel like people love shapes mac and cheese. I feel like people love it, but I feel like people also like regular mac and cheese. Oh, and, and I just like, s- hard no. It's like messy and it's like, like, it's like slimy. Like, the noodles are, like, wet, and then regular, like, the shapes mac I mean, and cheese is, like... so are the shapes No, ones. no, no. It's, like, firmer. It's, like, crisper. It has texture. Wow. Great. Anyways, do you want to go? <laughs> sure. Um, my unpopular opinion is maybe a little more controversial than that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like mine are always... Mine always sound kind of polarizing, and then I explain them, and I feel like everyone's like, oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, so mine is that you should not raise boys and girls the same way. Mm. Which I feel like, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, I'm guessing you can assume I'm pretty liberal. Right. Um, and so I feel like that might be kind of a shocking thing. Yeah, because I think a lot of people want to see boys and girls race the same. So on the surface, when you say that, it's like, wait, what? Yeah, like I feel like that's a big like Twitter thing. Yeah. It's a big So if you want to get in, like why do you think so? So I think that, first of all, each child is an individual and has individual needs. Right. But I think it's really naive to not really, like, address that men and women or boys and girls are, like, have these certain assumptions, like, kind of pushed onto them. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're a boy and you go into the clothing section of a store, it's like, boys will be boys. I'm a chick magnet. I'm the boss. And I feel like boys are taught just by society as a whole to be like strong to be leaders to be bold and I feel like girls are taught to be like soft and feminine sugar and spice and everything nice totally and so I think that as a parent it's your responsibility to counterbalance that so I feel like if I have a girl I will I'll obviously teach her empathy and kindness and compassion and everything because that's important to me but I think I'll put extra emphasis on like you can be anything you want to be you're a leader you're strong stick up for yourself and I think if I have a boy I'll put more emphasis on like let's ask girls if we can hug them before we hug them and let's be soft let's explore the arts let's you know I get that because I feel like it's kind of like the world does the work on like the stereotypical part already like the world is gonna tell your son that he's strong and powerful and he can be president and he can be an astronaut and then the world is gonna tell your girl 
to be soft and kind and, and gentle. And so you as a parent feel like you have to kind of put more into the other side. So in a way, I feel like it's it almost is you're trying to raise boys and girls the same way because you're counterbalancing it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's true. You you will raise them differently so that hopefully they end up the same. Yes, that is exactly it. Okay. So that's my hot take. Mm-hmm. Oh, see. one thing I wanted to talk about before we get into the topic. So this is the first podcast episode that we're recording <gasps> since launch. Yes. So, so a few things. We saw a few comments about like, audio levels and the mic positioning so hopefully it's better today and we're gonna be working on that more in the future also I just want to say on record I do not want my name in the title of this podcast I really 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 appreciate everyone's thoughtfulness and just like kindness towards me I think it actually is like really endearing that people are like sticking up for me because I think like the audience is your audience and then like my stepdad or whoever you know um and so I think that a new person coming in I would think that it would be the reverse of people would be commenting being like why is she on every episode yeah and so I think it's really sweet but I don't want to be an influencer like I just have no desire to be an influencer I don't need like the publicity and also it's a branding thing like it's this is your brand also you're the one who's coordinating the photo shoots you're the one who's buying the audio equipment like this is your project that I'm the co-host of right and I feel like I mean I feel like even when I was reading the comments I was like oh crap like did I mess up like should I have made Skylar part of this but like Skylar and I were like collaborating on every step of this like you know she made it clear like she didn't want her name in the title um originally it was going to be called um unfiltered and then Skylar was the one who was like put your name in the title for branding and I was like okay queen well even if you look at like any other YouTuber podcast it's like views with David Dobrik and Jason Nash not too deep with Grace Helbig like the influencer's name is usually in it or it's always in it but it's usually at the end Mm -hmm. of it and so it to us, just sounds much more cohesive to say Sierra Unfiltered other Instead than of unfiltered, unfiltered with Sierra Schultz. Yeah. So. Well, and I think also, like, another, one of my favorite ways someone put it in the comments is they were like, it's like iCarly. I yeah. Like, iCarly had Sam, too. Like, you're the Sam. Totally. And I'm <laughs> so happy to be that. I mean, I think originally the the idea was that, like, you were going to be interviewing guests. Mm-hmm. And Which then, is still going to happen, but not every episode. Totally. It'll be, like, a special thing. And then it was... I will be in between the episodes when you're interviewing guests. Right. And then it was like, it's weird for me to be kicked off when, <laughs> when a guest is here. And then it was, I feel like just so many people saying like, your guys' banter is so much fun. Like I have the yeah. best conversations when I'm with you two. And we're like, why don't we just make it us? Right. And and it's been so fun for us to be able to have this time just to talk together. Totally. Like, whether it was recorded or not, it's mm-hmm. just fun for us to get to talk together. So we're having so much fun with it. And I think it's so sweet that everyone really came, like, t- they didn't need to defend you, but yeah. came to your defense. Because I think a lot of people pictured it like, I started this podcast and made you do it and then didn't put yeah. your name in it. And, and But it was a collaborative decision. So I appreciate so much. And everyone being so kind to you. Yeah, but again, this is Sierra Unfiltered. (laughs) It is Sierra's podcast. I am so happy to be the co-host of it. That's it. And we're (laughs) glad to have you guys here. Um, So let's get into the topic at hand. Um, How do you want to talk about your pregnancy? Do you want to move chronologically through it? Yeah, let's do that. I feel like there's so many things to talk about. So I feel like going chronologically is just easier to make sure we hit Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff. Um, so I guess, like, one of the first questions I always get is, like, was this planned? Like, that's starting in the beginning. Um, The way beginning. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So Kyle and I have wanted kids for forever. Um, we've been married for a year and a half now. And pretty much, like, I mean, before we were married, we knew that we wanted kids someday. Mm -hmm. And then once we were married, we knew it was our mission to, like, get down to San Diego so that we could be closer to friends and family so that we could have kids. So we moved down in January, and then we started trying a couple months after that. So, I mean, for us, everything lined up, and we felt ready, and so yes, we tried. (laughs) This was a planned pregnancy. Also, I think that it's brought up a lot of questions for me of, like, the sex education that I got Mm -hmm. as a child, (laughs) or, like, in high school, because 
I don't know about you, but for me, it was very like Mean Girls. Like, if you have sex, you, you will, will get, get pregnant, pregnant and, and die. die. <laughs> and like, the truth is, is that you only ovulate for twenty four hours, right? Like, you like have, every month, you like, have to try. And and you tried for a couple months, but yeah. some women try for like oh years and years, years and years. And for some women, it is never, never able to happen. Yeah, you know. And so I think, I mean, obviously, like, be safe, accidental pregnancy. Well, accidental pregnancy can We're happen. We're not advocating for, like, unprotected sex. But I think neither of us had done a lot of research on, like, ovulation. Really, yeah. And, like, how everything actually works. And so I think especially since, like, I am in my 20s and, I don't know, it just was kind of, like, an assumed thing to me of, like, oh, yeah, we'll try for, like, a month or two and it'll happen. And it took a little longer than that, you right. know? And I think for most people it does. Yeah. I remember, so the month, so you conceived in May, right? Yes. And I remember, you can, you we can cut this out if you want to, but I remember you thought your ovulation was going to fall on a joint trip that the four of us were taking. <laughs> that is true. And you were like, hey, just so you know, but then it ended up falling like a week earlier. So then you had to text me and be like, hey, just, just letting you know, I'm not going to be ovulating on the trip. Yeah. So. Like, so that definitely happened. Very grateful I didn't like kick you and Steven out. We would have. We would have done that for my guide child. Wait, can I call them my guide child? Yeah. Okay. My guide child. I think child. that's cute. But yeah, so it's it's all very crazy. It's all a little almost like mysterious how it works. Mm. I feel like the information online is like if you order like this ovulation test from Amazon, then I don't know. It's all kind of like voodoo <laughs> stuff. Like even like all the pills that you have to take, it's like you really should be taking prenatals from like before you conceive. It's because is it's, it three months before? Like that's ideal, or do you so? Know? I started taking them as soon as we started trying because okay. I think the main thing is that it's really important to have those vitamins like in the early stages of pregnancy and since mm -hmm. most people it's not possible to find out before you're three and a half weeks right and most people don't find out till they're like five weeks so if you start taking prenatals when you find out you're pregnant you've missed like some of the most important weeks right. of having those and another thing i didn't know um this is probably going to make me sound so uneducated about like women's bodies but i genuinely didn't know they track, like, the baby's progress from the date of your last period. Yeah. I thought it was from conception. So literally until Kenzie got pregnant is when I found that out. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But it was like, I assumed that it was like the date that you conceived is like week zero. Yeah. But it's actually the week of your last period. Mm -hmm. So you conceive usually at, like, two weeks in quotations. And so that's why most women don't find out until they're, what, four weeks? Yeah. I mean, also, that's if you're trying. You find right. out at four weeks. If I mean, you're, like, you wouldn't have tests. missed your period until you're five weeks pregnant, you know? Which is crazy that you're five weeks pregnant. And so, like, if you weren't really trying and, like, tracking everything, you could be, like, six, seven, eight weeks and not even know. Yeah. Which I was, like, floored by. I had no idea. Yeah. Well, I think that's also part of the reason why your OBGYN won't see you until you're eight weeks. Right. Which sucked for me because I found out at three weeks and then I had five weeks of like I have so many questions and I don't necessarily just trust the internet blindly to answer them you well, know and that's another thing we were talking about is that you know Skylar's you know obviously this is her first pregnancy mm -hmm. and um there aren't a lot of studies done on pregnant women oh my god because who what kind of pregnant woman wants to get tested on so there are so many big question marks of course there are things that are like absolutely yes absolutely no you can't do mm -hmm. but things like essential oils Mm -hmm. there's not really any like you love to diffuse lavender mm -hmm. even cbd oil yeah. like i'm just staying completely away because i just there isn't research on it but like that's never been tested on a pregnant woman and so i mean like it says online like oh cbd can help with nausea in the first trimester and it can help with this that and the other but like your doctor can't say it's safe because they just haven't done any trials. Right. And so and there's so many things like mm -hmm. that. Like even Skylar had a cold this week and she was oh like, "Oh my gosh. Uh, everything I'm reading and everything I've talked to my doctor says I can take this one brand of Mucinex and like mm -hmm. I can't take Zycam, I can't take Dayquil. Like there are so many little things that you're having to navigate like Oh can my gosh. Can't. I got my first headache when Kyle was like in another country and it was like just one of the worst headaches of my life and so I was like oh I'm just gonna go into my medicine cabinet and like get some Advil I looked it up couldn't take Advil 
Couldn't take Excedrin. Couldn't take anything except for Tylenol, which was, like, the one thing we didn't have. So I literally, like, postmated it. I just feel like there are a lot of things where it's, like, better safe than sorry. But it's hard because just so much is not researched on. Well, and then now we can also kind of become, like, worry warts about it. Because Mm -hmm. when when our moms were pregnant with us... There was no internet. There was yeah. no, like, let me Google. It was, oh, I'll have to call my doctor or read about it in a book or ask mm-hmm. a friend. And it is, I'm so glad. Like, more information is always better. Totally. But I think it is one of those things that can make you kind of worry when there is so much information, especially when well, it's all, like, conflicting. Yeah, especially since it's so much, like, I don't know, from my experience information. Like, right. Pinterest is, like, the best and worst resource. Because I, like, looked up essential oils for pregnancy on Pinterest to see if there were any that, like, every single one said we're okay like everything said lavender's okay but when I asked my doctor she was like I can't tell you that right she you can't know? say even and though like I don't want to do something that could be potentially harmful to my child but also it's like diffusing lavender in my home right you right. know I mean there are much worse things that people do when pregnant and I mean I don't know it's still so exciting though like I mean I know there's been a lot of like stressful things but let's do you want to talk about when you found out Oh my gosh. Oh, I was going to tell you too. We can cut this out. But um, I, Kyle and I like vlogged when I found out. Like we filmed like a little video of us. I can send it to you if you want to put part of it in like the like announcement vlog. Oh, by the way, guys, it should be up over on the vlog channel. I had been filming little bits and pieces from when Skylar told me till now. And so we kind of did like a comprehensive like video about showing all that footage. So I will definitely put some of that in there. I'll send it over to you. It's real cute. I'm like crying a lot. Real beautiful and, you know, emotional. Um, But yeah, so we, uh, it's kind of hard to explain. So when you're trying, at least for me, I like got this pack of ovulation tests off Amazon that you just take every day because like it's super easy to, to detect when you're ovulating with those strips. It's like 20 bucks for a pack of like 100. And then it also comes with a bunch of pregnancy tests which detect HCG, which is, like, human something, something <laughs> hormone. Um, We're very exact on this podcast. Yeah, very educated. Um, and so it detects the pregnancy hormone, but since the test strips, like, only test for a really high amount, typically the test strips only show up when you're, like, five, six weeks pregnant. Got it. And so I would just use the test strips every morning as just, like, a am using these up. They're, like not trash but like whatever it's just like I'm taking my ovulation test so I might as well take a pregnancy test too um and so I was actually heading up to LA to lighting to sign a show so I was going to be gone for I think three nights and I Kyle and I knew that like that was the week that we could find out but we wouldn't be able to test for a couple days and so I was literally like having a conversation with him and I was like you know what I'm not going to take any pregnancy tests when I'm gone because, like, when I find out, I want to find out together and, like, I want it to be, like, a special thing for us and this, that, and the other. And so, like, we were saying our goodbyes and, like, I went into the bathroom to go pee and realized that I had already taken a pregnancy test and it was very positive. (laughs) Even though it was, like, five days before my missed period or something crazy. And so I literally just, like, screamed for Kyle and was like, oh, my God, get in here right now. And both of us were, like, sobbing, crying. And I was like, I have to go to work. I don't know what to do. I'm going to be up in L.A. Like, it was just so unreal. And also, it was, like, so early. And the tests were tests that I didn't necessarily trust. And so I was like, is this true? And I was like, I can't pee again because, like, I just went pee. So there's no, like, pee in my <laughs> bladder. No pee left. <laughs> so I literally, like, drove up to L.A., like, did all my work, and then, like, went to the drugstore and bought, like, 20 different tests and went back to my hotel room and all of them like even the digital ones said pregnant and Mm -hmm. so I like I called Sierra and was like hey so I was planning on doing like a cute reveal for you but like I just have to tell you because I'm up in LA and like Ah, I need to tell someone. And so I told her. It was very exciting. I was so excited. I, I, It's interesting, though. You didn't have that moment that I feel like is kind of the stereotypical pregnancy moment where you pee on the test, you're waiting, you're hopeful, totally. and then you look at it and you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, you literally weren't thinking, like, oh, I just took which, a pregnancy test. Let me check it. Which is crazy because for, like, the last couple of months, that's what I had done. Was right. I, like, intentionally, like, stopped taking the cheap ones and I, like, got, like, the – like early detection clear blue ones or whatever and I would like sit down at a time where I knew I had time to react and like take the test 
And this was literally just like not, I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about it. And it's interesting too because Aspen Ovard's pregnant right now. And she actually, I was watching her pregnancy videos the other day. She actually had the exact same test strips and the exact same thing happened to her. <laughs> We're like, her husband was gone and she like forgot she had taken one and then saw it was positive and was, and like, was ah. like, ah. So I guess, you know, we should link the yeah. test strips down below because they're I'll really great. Amazon affiliate link. Oh, <laughs> speaking of affiliate links, Skylar got to 10K on Instagram. Woo. Which... And we can just cap it there. No, keep following Skylar. <laughs> but I was telling her, I was like, we need to get you set up with like swipe up affiliate links. Yeah, you have, you have to up. teach me how to do I all the things. <laughs> It'll mostly just be like baking things or like cat things but Skylar has the cutest stuff so and now you can do pregnancy things I know I would love to know if anyone who is listening or watching to this podcast is also pregnant that would be really interesting if you are um comment down below or you can comment on my Instagram or Skylar's Instagram and let us know how far along you are because DM me I'd love to talk to some other pregnant ladies throughout the podcast now you know at the beginning we do the what you drinking and the unpopular opinions we're also every week going to do a bump date oh yeah so Skylar will kind of we'll be able to like kind of follow Skylar's pregnancy through the podcast totally so some weeks it'll be an update and some weeks it'll be like a fun fact that we learned about pregnancy Mm -hmm. so I think the most fun thing, so I'm about to turn 12 weeks, so this won't, I mean, it'll still be applicable because the baby doesn't, like, digress, like, it doesn't, like, lose features, but at 11 weeks, it started hiccuping and making facial expressions, and I just think that's the cutest thing. That is so cute. Like, a little teeny tiny, like, hiccuping baby. I remember when Kenzie was pregnant, which, by the way, she's had her baby now, which is so weird that I literally switched, like, you guys handed off the baton, Um, but I remember, like two weeks ago like a week before she gave birth she we were at a show and she was like oh here put your hand on my stomach the baby's hiccuping and I was like what so I like put her, my That's hand crazy. on her stomach and it was like <gasps> like little like like gasps it was like I was like oh my gosh there's like a, a little creature shocking? in there oh a, uh, a little baby in there that got the hiccups yeah so that's my fun bump date for the week I just like I don't know why I think that's so cute also the baby like now has again like don't drag me in the comments if I'm wrong about any of this but it has most of its organs if not all of its organs and now its job is just to get bigger like it's officially a fetus so like it just has to like gain fat and like right. I think in the next couple of weeks it like doubles in size but it has like all the things it will yeah have. like it has like its liver and its stomach and its heart and its brain and that's so isn't wild. that crazy that's so there's wild. just like a little teeny tiny baby just, just swimming around in there hiccuping making, making little facial expressions when we like start like gossiping and spilling the tea it's like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, like to, I like to picture your little baby in there with like a little teacup oh that came gosh. through the, the uh, teeniest, umbilical cord tiniest just like, teacup. Mm, spilling the tea right from the womb <laughs> you know teach him young teach, teach him young, him young. Uh, but yeah, telling family and friends was crazy. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. So, so you told so me. I obviously told you on the phone. I also told my other best friend Jessica on the phone because with you guys, I just like couldn't especially not being tell away you. from Kyle for three days. <gasps> right, that That's, was the weirdest thing. Because at least normally you would have been able to like share those three days just with Kyle. Yes, but I feel like it's very appropriate that you told me and Jessica because you're like mm-hmm. I need someone to to text about this with. Oh, I also told Kenzie. Oh yeah, which is funny because I was like. Kenzie, like, do you have a good OBGYN? Like, when can I make an appointment? Like, what, like, what do I do? Yeah. Like, there, there are just so many questions in the internet. Again, just has so many answers, which is great, but also, like, kind of overwhelming. Well, and then you and Kenzie have always been friends, like, through me. Yeah. But I feel like since you got pregnant, or even when you were trying, because you had yeah. told her you were trying, you guys became, like, individual, like, pregnancy friends. And, totally. like, you'll be mom friends, which is cool, because, like, I have my two best friends. You have your two best friends. Yeah. And so it's fun when there's, like, the crossover. section. So it's cute. They were, like, texting about, like, breast milk and, like, pumping and, like, I know. all these different well, things. Well, it's fun because, like, my other best friend's name is Jessica and then everyone knows Kenzie. And it's funny because I feel like they're very similar mm-hmm. in their personalities, but the ways in which they're different are they're just like us. Right. If like, that makes sense. Kenzie and I have the same sense of humor. Like you and I have different senses of humor. Yeah. You and Jessica have the same sense of humor. Yeah. And so it's always fun like when our worlds get to intersect. I know. Because like all four of us like love each other so much. And yeah. so 
it's been very fun to get to be mom friends with Kenzie. It's so she was cute. texting me about breast pumps earlier. <laughs> Love that for us. No, it's so cute. And it's so cool too to have like other people around you who like totally. understand it. How was it telling your mom? Because you oh, and your mom are super close. I don't even know if I told you this. So no, I don't think we have. So I had a whole big plan. So my mom and I both love waitress. Mm-hmm. Like my mom like loves the movie. I like took her to go see the musical for her birthday. Like we just like are obsessed right and so my game plan was always that I was gonna like bake her a pie because I love baking and then write a little note on it that said like dear baby and it was gonna be like a really sweet emotional thing and the day before we came over she just and she knew we were trying but she just texted me it was like pregnant question mark with a pregnant lady emoji and it was at like two in the afternoon and she knew that, like, I would be finding out soon. And I was like, I can't just ignore her text because then she's going to know that it's, like, I am pregnant. Right. And that's going to, like, ruin the surprise. But, like, I don't know what to do. So I literally just called her and I was like, you're the worst. <laughs> like, how do you, <laughs> like, you, you just ruined it. Yeah. And I was like, but yes, I am. And then, like, we had a really sweet phone call. And so then, like, the next day I, like, surprised her with a pregnancy test in front of my family and she was just like ew a pee stick (laughs) I was like mom you know what's coming out like we talked about this so that my stepdad and my siblings could be like what and she could like play along but instead she was like did you pee on this thing (laughs) it is so funny how we feel like everyone's pregnancy photos are always like holding a pregnancy test I'm always like yo you peed on that yeah that's and also it's probably very old (laughs) I mean, I guess you could like a sentimental old pea stick. Yeah, Kyle the other day was looking through my nightstand, and I'm like a very like tidy person. Yeah, and so he like opened up this little like satchel and was like, "Do you still have all of your pregnancy tests?" (laughs) And I was like, "That's for me to know and you to wonder." (laughs) Like, yes, I do. Just have a bunch of sticks that have like three month old pee on them in my nightstand, but they're in like a cute little satchel and they're like all closed up and like. Does that make it better or worse? Like having them in like a cute satchel, it's like, what? Like, are you taking that to the club? (laughs) The club. I think you're imagining a very different type of satchel. This is like a little like cloth like linen oh, okay. it's not like a bedazzled like clutch from I was jersey like shore a, yeah i was thinking like a jersey short like clutch and you're like rolling up to the club you know me sierra you know me so well you Just did me and my jersey in that halloween video we did like a year ago which i'll like never live down wait so you won't have a baby this halloween but you'll be no. visibly pregnant this halloween oh yeah very pregnant. Do you know if you're going to do like a pregnant themed costume? So Kyle and I, I don't know if we'll actually end up doing it, but for forever we've said, because everyone always tells him he looks like James Corden. Like that's just like the number one person. And both well, of us. kind of does. Yeah. And like literally kids from shows that I work will be like, is James Corden here today? <laughs> and I'm like, no, whatever. Um, And then like both of us love Into the Woods. I've played the baker's wife before. So I think we're going to go as the baker and the baker's wife. Oh my gosh. I the, love that. The only issue. Okay. So this is a whole separate topic. Okay. So last year, Kyle and I planned to go as like Charity and P.T. Barnum from The Greatest Showman. I remember that. We love The Greatest Showman. We like. Wait, what do you mean we, planned? Didn't you go as that? So. <laughs> We, like, made our costumes. We, like, custom-made Kyle this jacket with all these patches. Like, me and his mom both were, like, sewing it. And then I realized that we were going to, like, a Halloween party with a bunch of, like, cool people and, like, people from, like, my past life. And I was like, I don't know if I want to wear, like, a long-sleeve maxi dress with, like, a petticoat under it when all the other girls are going to be dressed up like like slutty cats or, like whatever and so then like last minute i dressed up as donna from mama mia no and you, he, did. And he was you like, posted an instagram me. picture in those costumes because they were so cute and like love it oh love that for us you okay because skylar and kyler are so into halloween like steven and i are like Meh, about it but you guys like always like yeah. plan out your costumes like you guys are very very into totally. it and you told me like six months in advance that you guys were gonna go yes. as like charity and pt barnum i know i'm the worst i'm a little bitch i just <laughs> Okay, but speaking of Kyle, transitioning a bit, um, one of the things that you told me about being pregnant is that it's really important for you to involve Kyle in every step because obviously pregnancy is very centered to the one carrying the child. It is. And so I think involving the other partner can sometimes be difficult. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, like, it was 2019, people. I think that, uh, like – 
Kyle is equal parts the dad as I am the mother. Mm -hmm. And I think like once the baby's born, we'll be equal parents. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really ignorant not to acknowledge that like I'm pulling the majority of the weight for the next (laughs) six months. Yeah. Um, And so I think it's really important to me that like he comes to every doctor's visit and like he deals with our insurance and that like every moment that can be special between the two of us is like even um, we found out the gender through a blood test, but like we aren't announcing it yet um because we're gonna wait to like confirm with an ultrasound but like I didn't want to do a big gender reveal because I feel like that's a special thing for like the two of us like find out together yeah you know I think like any little thing where it can be like the two of us acknowledging that like even the first time we heard the baby's heartbeat was like I feel like it's pretty normal to bring like your family and your friends and I feel like I really want my family and friends involved but I also want Kyle to feel like he's equal parts and he's doing something special yeah yeah i think that's really important and i mean i think having a kid in like 2019 it's a lot easier to like involve the father because gender roles aren't as like rigid as they used to be Mm -hmm. um so we talked a little bit about like the research and like the medication side of like having all this access how do you feel i guess if we're just gonna brush on it about like the current place in the world and like everything that's going on and like bringing a child into that so it's really scary. I mean, to be honest, yeah. I think that. Uh, do you know what that reminds me of? Hmm. Do you remember uh, Hank Green and he had a song called like "I Effing Love Science." Oh yes, I do remember. That, that was song. all about like how people always say like, "Oh, I was meant to live in like the 1920s or like the 1800s," and it's like that's like all great and romantic and wonderful, but also like modern science is really cool, right? And like cell phones are awesome right cars wonderful I think that like there's so many like scientific advancements that it makes like I mean even just considering like labor yeah like or even like being able to have an ultrasound yeah and like see the baby and, and like sure know the okay. gender before they're born right like I feel like some of my grandparents didn't know no you know and so it's it is like so amazing and awesome that like, we have the internet. Like, if my baby has, like, a slight fever, I can, like, do some research before I just, like, rush off to the hospital. Right. I mean, I'll probably just rush off to the hospital anyways because I'm <laughs> a very worried person. But I think it's, like, it's really nice to have that resource. Right. Also, it's really nice to be able to connect with people easier because it's mm-hmm. 2019. Like, I feel like if I – if Kyle's, like, on a work trip and I have, like, a three-month-old, I can call you. I can call Jessica. I can call my mom. I can call anyone and have someone, like, come be with me and come help in, like, an instant. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I mean, you couldn't do that. Like, before. Yeah. You know? I mean, you could call someone on their home phone and right. whatever. But I feel like it wasn't as, like, instantaneous of, like, hey, I just need a little pick-me-up. Can I, like, text you and Right. No, that's true. That it's, it definitely is easier to have, like, a lot more resources and a lot more connection. And even, like, there yeah. are so many apps. Like, you have, like, an oh, app yeah. where you get to see, like, the progression totally. of the baby. and Tomorrow they're the size of a plum, which I think is real cute. Or Was a hummingbird. Yeah, a hummingbird. That's yeah. what I remembered. It's, it's funny because I feel like when they got to the size of, like, a bumblebee, I was like, oh, my gosh, they're so big. Like, a bee in my belly. Because at first I found out so early it was, like, the size of a sesame seed. Right. Like, now it's the size of a poppy seed. So it felt like, like, very small growths. And so now I'm like, oh, my gosh, a bird? A, a bird. bird. There's a bird in my belly. <laughs> what the heck? One of my favorite but. stories is when Kenzie was pregnant, she nannies for um, two twin boys. And she used to take the funniest Instagram stories of them and she took this video where she was like what did you say and the little boy was like if there's a baby in your belly why did you eat it that's not very nice and she was like no I didn't eat it and goes well then why is it in your belly you ate your baby that is not very nice like he was very upset like if the baby is in her belly that means she ate her baby (laughs) kids are the cutest they're so cute but yeah I think that there definitely are concerns with like raising a kid in this modern world I think first of all social media is crazy like Mm -hmm. I I mean you never know until like you actually have your kid but I do not think I will let my kid have social media for a long time yeah I mean I think that it just like you don't need that influx of I, I think there are lots of like even wonderful like YouTube channels for kids right. or co- like content for kids but I think with that like there's always going to be stuff that like you just 
Like if you aren't sitting in the room with them you don't while they're really using know. it, you don't know what they're doing, you know? And so I think like the only way you can truly monitor is like by buying them books that like you approve of right. or like watching Disney movies that like you know have good morals or, you yeah. know, I think it's harder when you like hand your kid an iPad and I mean, I'm sure my kid will be on technology, not judging any moms that like let yeah. their kids use Instagram or whatever. But I just think that's like an unnecessary thing for, I mean, it even as adults, I know both you and I and everyone I know gets affected by, like, seeing unrealistic expectations of people on Instagram. I can't imagine being, like, a six-year-old girl or a 10-year-old boy and, you know, seeing all these people showing their perfect lives and then not feeling like you could ever amount to that. How old were you when you had your first social media account? I have no idea. I feel, like, pretty young. I remember I wanted to make a MySpace in sixth grade and my mom said no. So I created yeah. a fake email and then signed up for a MySpace. And then she found the fake email because I was logged in on like the family computer. Like I didn't have my own computer. And oh, she sent me an gosh. email from her email to my like fake email and was like, you must think you're so cool. Like going behind your mom's back. And I remember reading the email and being Go like. Go off, Lori. I know. I read that email and I was like, my life is over. But also, but also, then like, she let she, me keep MySpace. But oh. also, like Lori, Sierra became a social media influencer. Maybe she was just trying to work on her portfolio. Yeah, maybe I needed a longer time to like start my brand. And mom, you stopped me. Like, how dare you? You could have been a MySpace so- star. I could have been Jeffrey Star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, yeah. so I had my I I got a MySpace when I was twelve. Um, but it was heavily monitored. Like, I had it for maybe a week before my mom found it. It was, like, my mom was had my password. She was on it, whatever. I got Facebook, I want to say, freshman year of high school. I was for sure younger than that. I think I was in maybe, like, sixth or seventh grade when I got Facebook. Because okay. I very clearly remember I was, like, in middle school and a boy commented on my profile picture and was like you look sexy with like a bunch of like x's and then a bunch of my friends commented and were like "Ooh, like love this you know what now that you say that and then my mom saw because i was friends with like my mom and my grandma and she was like oh well like obviously you can't hang out with this boy anymore if he's saying you look sexy you're like 12 years old oh my god but it's so funny to think about like the nerve of that like 12 year old boy oh, yeah to be like on a public forum that i know she's friends with her mom i'm gonna comment and say she looks sexy you want to hear about my nerve on facebook because once you said that i did realize that i actually think i got it in eighth grade because in eighth grade my like best best friend in eighth grade kendall hey kendall um she was dating this guy whose name i won't say because i don't really like we're not friends anymore so i don't feel like i have his approval to speak about him but they were dating they broke up and you know me, I'm, like, fiercely loyal. Like, yes. I'm, like, I, I was so mad at him because he broke up with her. And she was, like, so upset. She was, like, crying at my house. I went on my Facebook. I tagged him, like, at his name. Like, tagged him. Was, like, you don't know what you're missing. Like, this big, long thing. Like, publicly, like, on Facebook, like, tagged him. I think I posted it on his wall. And I was, like, you just lost, like, the best thing that ever happened to you. And I never deleted it. And, like, he and I, like, we, you know, see each other at, like, like group events and stuff. And we, we were really good friends in high school after that. But oh I, like, went back gosh. on Facebook and, like, saw that post. Because it was, like, this post from eight years ago from da 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 And I was, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's another thing, too, of not letting your kids use social media because of, like, the comparison aspect, the safety aspect, but also just, like, kids can be idiots sometimes. Like, I even look back at stuff that I said when I was, like, 12 13 and I'm like that is so embarrassing like I can't imagine if you're like a six-year-old posting selfies that like you could look but like I don't know it just is all my little brother got an Instagram when he was 10 and he used to post like funny selfies and then now he's like 17 and he deleted all of them yeah because he was like I don't really want people seeing like you know 10 year old selfies where he captioned it like hanging out with my dog and it'd be like him and his dog but it was cute um okay should we last thing I'm gonna talk about, I was gonna mm-hmm. say we get into advice. Um, your future on the channel. Yeah. Because now you are gonna be a mom, you have other priorities. Mm-hmm. But I I still like I still want to have a career. Yeah. I still I think that um I mean my mom was a stay at home mom with me. She was a stay at home mom with all my siblings. And like that was so important to me to like have my mom around. But also I think that like 
parenting is a two-person job. Actually, I think it, like, takes a whole village. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think that, like, even if we record podcasts on the weekend and, like, Kyle watches our child, like, it's not babysitting. It's his child (laughs) that he's spending time with. Right. And also, a good majority, I would say 80% of my work I can do from home. Right. Like, I do producing on your channel, so I'm dealing with, like, scheduling and online meetings and stuff that doesn't necessarily have to be in person. Right. And then also, we hired Carly. Yes. So when Skylar and I, when Skylar got pregnant, we had that kind of, like, first conversation, and she was like, I still want to work, but, like, I want to do more from home. We hired Carly, who's now behind the camera, who does all of the – she just did, like, a little peace sign. Um, (laughs) She does all the stuff that Skylar was doing in person, and Skylar's been kind of, like – training her handing off the torch a little bit so Skylar's still going to be on my main channel Mm -hmm. from time to time she's still going to be obviously do the podcast um she'll take time off when the baby gets here obviously um but she's not going anywhere but Carly will be around as well yeah we love Carly we love Carly also Carly pulled the voicemails for this episode (gasps) yes so So we haven't listened to them we don't know what they are the first two episodes I pulled them and we were like I think it's more fun if we go in blind no it's been super cool having Carly in the office like she's oh my gosh we're just gonna rave about Carly because we just love her she reminds me so much of my friend Jessica that we mentioned earlier and so I feel like I feel like Carly's like my best friend yeah (laughs) even though like we've only known each other a couple weeks we were doing an office clean out and like cleaning out the closet and all this stuff and so I told Skyler and Carly I was like you can bring like take whatever you want because usually we sell things on Poshmark but since we we're trying to get rid of as much as possible I was like take whatever you want yeah. Skyler chose like a floral dress and like a kimono and Carly chose um like a little newsboy cap from uh, a like lookbook video a fringe brown dress that we wore in my Halloween costumes video and a book about Kauai. In a ZZ Top shirt. Oh, yeah. Like, she's just so cool. She she's literally, so cool. like, showed up to a shoot and was wearing, like, this ZZ Top shirt with, like, a cool plaid skirt and, like, like high top sneakers. And I was like, who are you? Like, she's we so literally cool. bought that ZZ Top shirt, like, as a joke for a video. But she, and like, both- works it. Yeah. Like, a queen. Also, um, one of the added benefits of having Carly in the office that I didn't realize when we hired her is Carly's tall. And Skylar and I are yes. the same height. So, like, the paper roll back here and stuff, like, all the time we'll be, like, trying to reach tall things. And we used to have to, like, have stools everywhere. Carly, how Car- tall are you? I think she said six foot. Six foot. Yeah. So, she's six tall. Six foot. She's so she a tall girl. Everything. Both of us are five, four, and three quarters. Yeah. So, we're, like, the exact, exact same, same height. height. <laughs> and so, it's been so great yeah. also I didn't realize she was six foot like I thought she was like two inches taller yeah, no, than me because I like, like just you have, don't like, look a bad that perception tall. and so <laughs> I just was like yeah you know you're a little bit taller than me she was like I'm six, six foot, foot tall and I was like oh I guess guess you're a lot taller than me all right we're um, ready for the first one Hey, Sierra, this is Lyrica. I'm a 21-year-old mom, brand new mom. He's about five weeks old. Um, I just wanted to ask uh, if you think it's a good idea for uh, our family to add a dog. We already have two dogs, but one of them is getting a little old, and he's not moving around too much, and we have a super hyperactive dog. Pitbull, Blackmouth Cur, mm-hmm. medium-sized dog, uh, and she's about a year and a half, and she just seems like she needs somebody to play with. Mm-hmm. I want to know your advice on how to convince my husband how to get us another dog or <laughs> if that's even a good idea. Thank you. Have a good uh, day. and Thank you. Oh, that was so great sweet. Content. I love everyone that calls in. I, I just want to be friends with all of them. It makes me so happy. I feel like that's the coolest part of the podcast, honestly. Um, so uh, adding a dog when you have a baby. So, I mean, you're more educated to speak on this because you do have two, two dogs. dogs. Which literally this morning I turned to Skylar and I was like, I can't imagine having a child would be harder than having Bella because Bella is the worst. <laughs> Obviously, it was a joke. I'm sure having I mean, a child will be much harder. But <laughs> Bella is a freaking, like just the worst um so <laughs> let's just rename this podcast and make it like we hate bella and toothless because <laughs> the fact of the matter is we love them we do they're we our children them. they're just a little more difficult they are like, like bruiser and olive children. are like great angel babies so that being said okay so you have a baby you're thinking about getting another dog because your other dog is lonely and getting older mm-hmm. i i think any advice we give is completely like dubious because yes. we obviously don't know your situation but however that being said 
I would, first of all, I wouldn't get a puppy mm-hmm. no matter what. Like if you decide to. be my number one yeah, thing. Yeah, I would go to like a shelter or a rescue, meet the dog, do like an in-home visit and like see how chill they are. Get an adult grown dog who's house trained, good around kids, good around dogs. When you, If you find that perfect dog, make sure you have the time because having having two dogs is more difficult than having one because like if you want someone to watch the dog um sometimes they like get each other going with like barking and they'll fight and just making sure that they click well together that you have the time and also not getting a puppy I also think as someone who's like kind of addicted to getting pets like I just (laughs) I just love all the animals of the world and so I just like want all of I want all the animals right um I think that it's also important to like be in the moment and like mm. recognize like maybe your newborn is enough for right now and like a puppy can wait until like a more calm period of your life where there's less changes happening. Yeah. I feel like I have always been apt to be like, oh, we're going on a big trip. I'm so excited. Let's get a hamster. <laughs> like, oh, this big, we're moving. Right. Oh my gosh. Let's go look at dogs. And it's like, maybe get a little more settled into your situation but also we don't know we don't know yeah I mean uh, yeah I would look into it but be cautious I would say the big two or the two big takeaways probably stay away from a puppy Mm -hmm. and also maybe ask like is now the best time or could you wait because there are always wonderful dogs like waiting to be adopted of course of course okay cool next question Hi, Skylar and Sierra. My name is Megan, and first, I want to say I absolutely adore you guys. And also, I just need some advice. I have upcoming engagement photos that I have coming up, and I'm just a little nervous on what to wear. I'm a plus-size girl. Um, I try to stay body positive, but obviously there are times that I just feel down about myself. Um, I don't know. I just wondered if you guys had any recommendations on what type of styles would be the most good for that or, I don't know, just any type of advice for the engagement photos of what to wear. Thank you, guys. Love you. Love you. Yay. Well, so first sweet. of all, congratulations. Yeah, it's what so an exciting time. I think, I mean, I think of a couple things. I think, first of all, like, rock what you got like Mm -hmm. I think don't let you feeling uncomfortable stop you from doing any of like the stereotypical things that are fun to do like wearing white to your bridal shower or like wearing white to your bachelorette party like I think that as like as mid-sized people and plus-sized people I think oftentimes like even you just did a video like breaking plus-sized rules I think people are oftentimes told to wear like only wear dark colors. Don't and... draw attention to yourself. And, like, your wedding and your engagement, you should be the center of attention. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think don't don't pay attention to any of those rules. Don't let, like, um, any of that, you know, like, insecurity get in the way of really enjoying the moment. And one of the main things for me is, like, I think there's this big desire to, quote, look your best on your wedding. Like, mm. so many people lose weight for their wedding mm-hmm. and, uh, you know – there, most women I've met were like the thinnest they ever were in their wedding day because people yeah. restrict themselves so much. Um, just remember that the way you are on your wedding day is the way you're meant to be. And with your engagement photos too. Like the way you look in your engagement photos is the way that you are meant to be. Mm-hmm. And engagement photos and wedding photos, as much as people want it to be perfect, it's not meant to be perfect. It's meant to be a little bit messy and it's meant to be real and it's meant to be you. And it's better to remember things the way they really were than to put on, you know, 20 pairs of Spanx and go to the gym like crazy so that you can look this ideal that you think you're supposed to look like because the way you're supposed to look like is the way that you do. Retweet. I could not agree with you more. I think, I mean, even I'm taking my maternity photos or like my announcement photos after we film this. We filmed a video this morning. We're filming podcasts. Like we, I have a full work day and then I'm like not going to get ready. Like I'm just going to be the way that I was throughout the whole day because that's how I am. Like I'm not going to put on fake eyelashes. It's not going to be a whole thing because that's not what my pregnancy was. Honestly, my pregnancy was like me over the toilet (laughs) like growing (laughs) up, you know? And so I think the same goes for like engagement and weddings. Like the person, like your fiance is marrying you. Like he's marrying you when you wake up in the morning and have bad breath and messy hair and – like for you to go and 
like even facetune yourself or put on like layers and layers of makeup and like you said Spanx and and try and make yourself look like someone you're not like that's not the person that he's in love with and when you look back on those photos you're not gonna look and be like oh man you know I'm plus size and and that's this or that you're gonna look back on those and be like oh my gosh that was the beginning of it all when we got engaged and we had these wonderful photos and just remember like take your value from who you are and why your partner loves you Mm -hmm. and not about your weight or your size or what you look like in terms of practical advice on what you should wear personally I mean totally anecdotal but I had I wore a wrap dress for my engagement photos and I loved every photo Mm -hmm. because it was like beautiful and flowy and like the wind and everything but it also was really flattering and gave me waist definition and then it like crossed over my chest in a flattering way that didn't like expose more than I wanted to show but it wasn't like high neck and then it had like the fluttery sleeves that were very pretty so I personally love wrap dresses but you know yeah I think also like like we talk about with body positivity I think it's ignorant to pretend like we don't all have issues with our body Mm -hmm. and like areas that we are learning to love and working on Mm -hmm. I know for mine I wore like a tank top dress that was like tight and green and like crocheted and I like loved the color loved like the lace of it but my arms are something that like I've never been fully confident in Mm -hmm. and so I think that like especially at the time I took those photos I was like hyper fixated on my arms in the photo Mm -hmm. which now I don't care at all I think like they're lovely photos and they're great but if you know that you have something that you're working on maybe choose something that like you feel the most confident in because I don't think I necessarily felt the most confident in that dress I think I just I liked the idea of it and I felt like it looked very Pinterest but (laughs) I had a lot of things that like I thought were much more like empowering for me to wear that I probably should have worn so do you think you would have obviously now you look back at those photos and you're totally fine with them but at the time do you think you would have felt better about them and felt more confident in them if you had worn something that wasn't highlighting the part you were working on yeah I think so I think I mean in my everyday life I don't wear like tight green like (laughs) tank top dresses like that's again going back to like the person that your fiance loves like you do wear wrap dresses and like I wear jumpsuits all the time like maybe if I'd worn like a jumpsuit or you know like a long sleeve dress or I think that I like that advice wear something that embodies who you are on a daily basis and not just like the most polished version of yourself 100% all right next question I love all these questions. It's so fun. Hi, Sierra. This is Melissa from Missouri, and I was just curious. I really want to start opening up my Instagram to the public, Mm -hmm. and I have a lot of pictures of my kids on my Instagram, but I was wondering if you have, like, a separate account for your private stuff, and then you have all of your Sierra stuff on the Schultz Instagram I was wondering how you balance keeping things private and how you keep things public Um, because I'm having a really hard time differentiating between the two do I separate accounts or do I just let everybody see everything any advice you could give would be great thanks that's a really good question yeah I I have a couple thoughts sorry I keep hopping in on these questions but I think first of all if you don't have a big following I think you're open to less criticism and Mm -hmm. I think there it's less of a question about whether to have your kids on the internet I think it's still definitely a question of like what you want to show of them but I think like as someone who I only have a couple thousand followers versus you have like hundreds of thousands only like mostly family and friends would see pictures of my child versus like yours and Mm -hmm. so I'm assuming that she's probably in a similar situation to me I also think that it's important just to take photos for you mm-hmm. and not for Instagram like maybe you take like a really cute picture of your baby like in the bathtub yeah and like that can just be for you I mm-hmm. think that like we're in an age now where people feel the need to share everything even if it's only with like three people you know but I think maybe just keep some of the stuff that you're not comfortable show- showing with everyone mm-hmm. to yourself um but I mean also I have like a second Instagram that just like my very close family and friends follow it's like mostly pictures of my cats you know but I think and I have a private Facebook where my family keeps up with me yeah um that's I mean and same with your private Instagram it's not like we're posting like inappropriate things it's just a place it's not at all like a finsta no it's just a place (laughs) to post things that you wouldn't 
have everyone see. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, on my Facebook, I'll post, like, you know, when Steven, bought, when Steven and I got a house, like, I posted about that. It's more like a family update thing. Yeah. Um, and I think it's fine to, to have those separate things. When it comes to posting your children, I think that's a really personal mm-hmm. experience. For my, in my opinion, when I have kids, I am going to share my kids online. However, I always want to make sure that what I'm sharing isn't something that's going to embarrass them later. Mm-hmm. So posting a cute pic of your kids, you know, at the flower fields, like, totally. Like, I, w- I would totally share that. Posting a picture where my kid's having, like, a screaming, crying meltdown, I probably wouldn't because when they're 13, you know, I'm a social media influencer. Someone could find that and that could yeah. be embarrassing to them. So I think if you are going to share your kids online, just be cautious about, like, you know, this may be cute and and entertaining for me and my friends now, but especially if you're opening that up to the public, mm-hmm. um, could this be something that hurts them later? Um, which is hard to do, to, to really think about that. I think if you want, in terms of having a public Instagram, if you're wanting to like promote it and be like a mom blogger, I would, I think it's good to have at least some sort of private space where you can still share with the people close to you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily have to be an Instagram. It could be like, a private group chat where you send photos. Yeah. It could be a Facebook. It could be a Twitter. You know, having a, a private space. But if you're going to open it up, I think it is just important to be a little bit more cautious and also cautious about things like not having your phone number, your address visible in anything. Mm-hmm. There's Once you open it up to the public, you really have to be careful about your safety as well. Yeah, and I, I mean, I would recommend for everyone to have a private Instagram. I think it's great to just have, like, a circle of, like, 10 people who are closest to you like even like little things when Kyle's out of town and like I want to grab dinner with people but I don't want to text everyone <laughs> I just want to say like hey who's in this area of San Diego and wants to get dinner because like my husband's out of town right I wouldn't want to post that on a public forum because then a people know my husband's out of town which right. is like a safety issue b I don't want a bunch of people I don't know messaging me being like I want to meet up or oh you live around that area good to know you know I think right. that it's great to be able to have like a community and to be able to post a little more loosely. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I think that anytime kids are involved, you do have to be really careful. I mean, I know even like with my child, like you and I have talked at extreme length of I am open to talking about everything regarding my pregnancy. Like yeah. for me, that is my body. I am a consenting adult and I feel comfortable about that. But if my child gets here and is like, I don't like when I'm on camera. Like, I don't want to be in the vlogs. Absolutely no more time on camera, you know? Or, But I do think it's like a wonderful thing, at least for us of, like we always talk about like looking back at trips and looking back at like engagement party. Like, I think it's a really fun thing that you get to document that and document our lives. But yeah, I think that anytime kids are involved... It's a little tricky. One, I think also in terms of like making a public Instagram that you're going to try to share out, um, even when your following is small, you have to be careful because you don't know how it's going to grow. Like mm-hmm. for me, um, I had to recently when my channel started growing, go back and scrub a lot of stuff that back then didn't seem like a big deal, like showing the exterior of my apartment building, like, you know, uh, having certain details about my life that really shouldn't be public because back then I was like, oh, only a couple hundred people are going to see it. It doesn't matter. But you don't know how that's going to grow. So if you are trying to open up a public Instagram where you're going to be sharing your family life, just making sure that you would be okay with the whole world seeing it because it is possible. And also hate comes at every level. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to have millions of followers to have someone comment and be like, you look ugly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hate this photo. Like, there are weird people on the internet. And so I think anytime you're actively posting and trying to gain followers on social media, you have to kind of understand that that's like the give yeah. and take. I mean, even like when I posted that photo of you and I at Disneyland from the last episode where yeah. I was like, the photo that began it all, someone was like, OMG, you were so skinny back then. Did you used to go to the gym and diet? And I was like, thanks. Like, this is exactly what I want to see in my DMs. That is But so they didn't mean rude. it in a root, but they didn't mean, they I weren't know. like, I hate you. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I know. That was my first time hearing that. So yeah. that was just like my candid People reaction. People just don't think and you do have to kind of be careful with that when you're having a public forum. Yeah. But on that note, I think our – do we want to talk about what our next episode's going to be? Oh, yes. So it's going to be all about body positivity and, like, our journeys. So I'm sure we'll be talking a lot about that time and where well, both of us were at. And I think what's – you know, what's funny is 
I think if you hadn't been pregnant, our first episode would have been about body positivity. Totally. But we wanted to wait until we announced the pregnancy because that right now is a huge part of your body positive Mm -hmm. journey and learning, like, your body is changing quicker than ever before. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. Well, and also, I mean, this is for the body positivity episode, but, like, I don't weigh myself. Yeah. Like, I just literally, the last time I weighed myself, I wasn't in a healthy mindset. Yeah. And so when I went to the doctor and they weighed me, I was like... They're like, how much weight do you think you've gained? Like, do you know your pre-pregnancy weight? And I was like, no. (laughs) Like, I have no idea. Like, I weighed myself, like, three years ago. But that's all I know, you know? So it it is, like, a really big part of pregnancy and a really big part of, like – that journey so I'm excited to talk about I'm it I'm excited to talk about that too Ooh. thank you guys so much for watching please rate us on Apple Podcasts yes. give us five stars write a review the reviews have been so sweet oh my gosh I was reading them yesterday I just, with Steven I just cry They're like it's so just, sweet everyone's response has been so wonderful to us like yeah. I just we both of us were blown away with and also the kindness of it mm-hmm seriously the only negative thing I saw was about like our mic placement which we can fix like that's a very practical like good that's constructive criticism yeah and it's really awesome just being able to have this more like open forum where we get to talk and involve you guys also um I saw a few comments asking how you could be part of the advice segment if you are an international viewer Mm -hmm. um you can send us a voice memo to the email, which is um, sierraunfiltered at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to call us, the number is, what is it, 87? I think it's one eight seven seven sierra I think it's 8778-SIERRA. We'll put it on screen, whatever yes. it is. If you're in the U.S., you can call and leave us a voicemail on that. If you're international, record a voice memo and just send it to the email. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening mm-hmm. or watching our third episode. Skylar is pregnant. I am so pregnant. Oh. <laughs> been pregnant for way too long and you're the guide parent guide parent that's so cool i can't wait to tell well you have to tell steven he has to listen to this episode oh yeah so if he doesn't listen he'll just never know never know so this will be a test to see he's not gonna listen they always listen they always said it's like the longest text in the group chat kyle does no, Stephen was like, I didn't realize you guys met in a laundromat. Oh, Don't that's you remember? true. He did. He they did. listen. The I think fans. our three biggest fans right now are Kyle, Stephen, and your stepdad, Eric. Yes. Eric, shout out to my stepdad, Eric. Shout out to Eric. He is so great. He was texting us and was like, so I know Sierra is really involved in fashion. Do you think that she could give some tips for like how to dress cool in your 40s so you don't <laughs> embarrass your teenage kids? And I was like, yes, we can definitely on talk it, about Eric. that. <laughs> Uh, But we're so excited. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye.